Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with TJ Miller. Hey friends, this week I will be headlining in Edmonton on Thursday, September 12th at the Comic Strip. Please come on out and enjoy the show and then come back Friday through Sunday as TJ and I will be working together all weekend. One other event I wanted to let you know about far in advance. I'm doing a benefit October 12th for the Special Kids Special Families Organization in Colorado Springs. Proceeds go to Zach's Place Center for Children with Disabilities and Their Families. The show is at the Marriott in Colorado Springs. It would be great if you could come out and support a wonderful cause. For more details, go to sksfcolorado.org. Okay. Thanks for listening, and away we go. Um, just a second. No, I'm already in the room. I'm just knocking on the table. T- Cash? What? T.J. Miller? Horton? Horton? Here's what the? Who ha- the? How the? What the? Horton? Here the who? Caca. Caca. You know what? You've, you've drawn me in with this to shy shy caca business. This high high high. No, I won't be. I won't be engaged. Cash. Yes. I was talking to some reporters in Washington D.C. Yeah. As you are wont to do. Homosexuals. Mm-hmm. Heterosexuals. Mm-hmm. Transsexuals. Yeah. Pansexuals. Is that a thing? The people that have just a plus. That's that's happening. You can put a plus where it says sex yeah. on your driver's license. I don't know what that is. Does that mean a little more? Yeah, I'm not sure. Does that mean that. women, men, and just a little something extra? Yeah. Maybe just just a just a dead dog or two. Just a little Let the wind do its No! I won't be What's going on? You seem I spoke, frazzled. I spoke to some... You seem discombobulated. ...reporters. Yeah. You seem upset. In Washington, D.C., and they told me that they've gotten wind from the NS Academy. Yeah. NS Association. Okay. The National Essay. Yeah. The N Security A. Yeah. NISA. Yeah. NISA! Nissa, please. I said when I heard. Apparently, you have been. God, I couldn't. I struggle to believe that I. All I can hope is to hope that this. I'm sure there's a. I'm sure there's a reasonable explanation. You seem very upset. They said that you're recording our conversations. Oh, our conversations? But you have perhaps recorded 62% of our conversations. Really? Yeah. And then what would I have done with those? God herself only knows. <laughs> God himself. 
God itself only knows. God plus sign only knows. But is this true? Well, I mean, of course, you know, everyone has their theories about this kind of stuff. But, I mean, if there were recordings, I'm sure there'd be, you know... They'd have Analog be, tapes, yeah, yeah sure. Somewhere, I don't know. So I mean, as long as you know, there's no tapes anywhere. That, you know, I mean, I mean. Do you mind if I search your room? Of course, but maybe we should just talk first for a while. Just kind of, just kind of gab. Yeah, just kind of just so give each other the gift of gab. Yeah, yeah. Does anybody ever give someone the gift of gab and then gives them a gift receipt? Says if you didn't like the conversation, you can return it. <laughs> you can return the gab. Sure. Returning my gab. Hi, I'm here to exchange my gab for a different conversation. I was hoping for one that was a little more emotionally grounded. What's that? It's it's been thirty days. Oh, I, I see. It's expensive. So I'm gonna have to keep the gab that keep I already gab. got. Keep the gab. Okay. Yeah. I'll make the best of it. Let me just tell you one thing. I can retrofit the gas. Fuck this target and the horse that you rode in on. Because I saw you ride in here on a horse. <laughs> it was more of a Shetland pony. <laughs> when a Shetland pony shits, is that a Shetland pony? Again, these are all things we should talk about. Remember when I fucked that dead dog? We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We're in we're in Minnesota. That was a failed uh, sketch that I did for my first comedy special, and uh, we're going to kind of reenact it later in the episode. Yeah. Wait a second. We're in Minnesota. Did I, did I just say episode? Yeah, I don't know why you said that. I mean, these are just conversations we're having. Oh, sure. And I've always trusted you that these aren't uh, microphones with... Uh, uh, banana peels over them. No, these just enhance you've, our conversation. Yeah, you've always said, let's talk over a couple of banana peels. Yeah. Just like somebody would yeah. talk over you yeah. know, a daiquiri Absolutely. or two. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you asked me the other day uh, if We're I always the Mall have, of America. If I always have a do not disturb on my door. We flew over America. We'll talk about that. Simulated. We have a lot to talk about. A lot, a lot to, to catch, catch up, up on. on. A lot, a lot to, to talk about. Yeah, a lot to catch up on. We we have a lot to talk about. Um, I mean, last time I saw you was in... A lot uh, to Horton hears from lot, one last another. Last time I saw you, I was in Denver. Yes. and um, At the Gothic Theater. Thank now, you, Denver. Well, all, to all the 12 and a half that came to the Gothic Theater in Denver. Thank you so very much. Awesome that was show. really... And it was, was a awesome. special show, especially um, the first one, because I, I really got to speak directly to Denver. So thank I mean, you guys all for coming. But last time I saw, I said we know there's one, there's let's see out of the twelve and a half I think there's one point seven in Denver. Yeah, is that right? Okay. But I was at an after party. Mm-hmm. There was an after party before mm-hmm. I went to pick up my kids and mm-hmm. my wife at the airport mm-hmm. in Denver, mm-hmm. and someone you knew from high school, mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. uh, asked mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. I wanted mm-hmm. to have sex with her. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, that I, was and that. then when I said no. She that was my accused gra- me of being gay. Yeah, that was my great friend, Sonny <laughs> Evans. Was she on some type of... She was in Bell's crew. I, you know, I she's just got a very funny... Did she, did straightforward she, ask, did she, did she not ask me to have sex? Well, so she said, your friend's really funny. And you were right there. I mean, yeah. this could have been directly said to you. Yeah. And she said, when are you going to 
uh, when's your friend going to have sex with me? Will your friend have sex with me? And she just, she's sort of audacious. That's how I would describe Sonny. And I said, uh, I said, what? I mean, again, I'm never speechless, but she could always kind of render me speechless. Yeah. And uh, that's that's how she's funny. You know, you'll, like we're doing now, you later kind of talk about her, her behavior or jokes or whatever. And it's really funny. But so she said, I said, when, when's your friend going to have sex with me? Ask him if he'll have sex with me. And I said, I, Sonny, I don't, I don't, I don't, again. She was dancing while she said this. Very. And then she, and she's incredibly, by the way, you have incredibly attractive. Very, very attractive. Very attractive. But I, I think she's extremely attractive. She was always somebody that I was not attracted to. But um, I was really engaged by. I just thought she had such a funny personality. She's really smart, really quick. Um, yeah, really funny. I mean, everybody in Bell's crew is really funny. So, she was dancing very... Uh, so she was dancing, was and then... Uh, I, so I don't think alluring, he's... Like, I don't think he's going to... And she said, hey, a- ask him. Will you ask him? Yeah. And I turned and I said... Because you can't not. I mean, you've got yeah. this beautiful woman who's very funny and a friend of mine since high school asking to have sexual intercourse with my my other friend, Cash Levy. <laughs> You're not, you've got to pass that information on. I mean, this yeah. is like a, an Asian-American telephone, which is what we call Chinese telephone now. <laughs> and so I turned and I said, Cash, Sonny wants to know if you'll... Or when when you're going to have sex with her, if you'll have sex with her. And you, I'll never forget, kind of went, I don't, I don't think, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do that. You know I mean? But you, you, you had to take in the information. Yeah. yeah. So you're, no matter who you are, and we know you're loyal to your yeah. wife because of the streak. Yeah. yeah. Among other things. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And also, April's, April's as attractive, if not more than yeah they're equally beautiful so but i loved that you kind of had to take a moment to just figure out what what route you were going to go on this one because she is incredibly attractive she was dancing provocatively that's the word i was looking for i said alluringly yeah not a lot of people put an ly on alluring yeah but that's okay earlier you said i need to change the height of this table, <laughs> this this banana peel, and uh, it's height. It is. So I, uh, after asking, you said, "And now I don't, I don't think I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do that." And she said, uh, "What are you gay?" Right away, by the way, which is another that's just, aggressive. She was very aggressive. Well, that's 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 just again her sense of humor is just audacity. You she know, what I mean that angry, you agree though. She seemed angry. But, no, but think about someone directly saying, "Will she hadn't you hadn't even talked to her? Had no, you? I hadn't. No. So think about the first communication you have with this beautiful woman is, "Will you have sex with me?" And you go, uh, I don't think I'm going to do that. And she goes, what are you, gay? I mean, that's two very strong <laughs> sentiments. And that's, again, just her kind of being audacious because she likes to throw people off a little bit. She's, again, I can't say enough great things about Sonny. She's just, she's just so funny, you know, and, and uniquely funny. Everybody in Bell's crew is really uniquely funny. That's, I keep saying Bell's crew is... Um, 
a crew of friends that came from uh, the high school south in Denver, and they came to east where I went to school and sort of uh, became some of my best friends. It's it's Caroline Fontura, Laura Wanamaker, James Wanamaker, Sonny Evans, and of course, Bell Duggan. Um, and uh, so again, uh, the audacity, think about that. The sheer audacity. The sheer audacity to say, <laughs> will you have sex with me? No. What are you, gay? <laughs> and you said, no. No, I... I'm I'm married, and then I distinctly remember going. So, I mean, this is the sheer audacity. If you're still using one of the big wireless providers in 2019, if you asked yourself what you're paying for between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. You have no choice. But now you do have a choice. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly to you. And this is the way things will be done in the future. In the future, no one will have retail locations uh, because it's cheaper that way. We also won't have to eat. We'll just take a food pill, and it will be much more efficient. I don't know if that's true about the food pill thing. But I do know Mint Mobile will have supplanted the big wireless providers because their model makes a ton of sense. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between plans with three, eight, 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. Now, to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash cashing in. That's mintmobile.com slash cashing in. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash cashing in. I mean, the party itself was hilarious because you threw an after party that you weren't able to attend except for the final 20 minutes. I, I believe that's what was happening. That is. And, and, you, and it, was it was on the top of a, it was, you know, TJ was there for his uh, high school reunion, and we did some shows. He had two shows. <laughs> but you're the only guy I know that would throw a party that you're not able to attend. And so you're rushing over to your own party, which started at, I think, 7 p.m. Well, but I threw No, actually, it makes perfect sense. Um, it was after the first show, so it started at 9. But it, it exactly matches up with my personality. I don't need to go to the party. I just want to throw a party for other people. Yeah, It's like office Christmas party. Again, the the only movie that really the character I played is just about me. I mean, you know, just about as close to me as you can. But so, and then the other funny thing was, a high school friend DJed it, and apparently there's no more than nine to fifteen people there at any point. 
And it was on a rooftop terrace of an old motel. Wasted the people that were there. Yeah, I mean, it was really like. Well, and there was. I ordered pizza for everybody. I pictured. I left. My, There's a lot of I, pizza. My wife and kids were coming to the airport from Chicago. Okay, so you're the only person I know that would do two shows. Yeah. And then go to the airport to pick up your family at what midnight? What yeah, time was it? Their flight was late, so it got in at like one in the morning. <laughs> Because we were going to do a Colorado vacation, which at that juncture I was like, I I might need to cancel this. I'm exhausted. This is my well, you my had a serious city in five. You had a serious dilemma that you brought up. So and I haven't talked to you since that happened. So here's what we did. So for a week, I'd been asking people, you know, even when I was an astronaut. And can I just say, I, mm-hmm. wait, I got to back up just real quick yeah. because this is how funny Sonny is. <laughs> she had a guy with her. And I thought she was kind of being audacious to sort of tease this guy who I assumed was her boyfriend. I think, yeah, she used to be married, but I think maybe perhaps now she's divorced. Um, but, I, yeah, I thought, you know, oh, she's divorced and this is her new, you know, this is her boyfriend. And she's just to kind of tease him and make him laugh saying when's your friend gonna have sex with me hey what are you gay yeah i'm married so so and uh you know i i thought i thought that was a little out there to tell you the truth even as far as sunny goes that this you know this poor guy is dating this girl and she's even if he understands her sense of humor that's a little much you know to just blatantly say let's have sexual intercourse and so later, I kind of go over him, talk to him, <laughs> and uh, it was her brother. So it was her, <laughs> her brother. <laughs> and so the guy looking on was her brother while she sort of said this. <laughs> so that's both more inappropriate yeah. and also funnier at yeah. the same time. And uh, I just. You got to send me the link to this, and I'll send it to Sunny okay. because she okay. is. She'll love that. Uh, well, I got told this story, but I got, I, she's the funniest. I she mean, she was she was very. She's one of the funniest people I've ever met in a very unique way because she also would. Yeah, it's always you said it. It's it's provocative humor. It's always kind of, she, you know, what she is. She's a provocateur, right? Yeah. Which is like a provocative individual of almost an artistic degree. And I just couldn't believe when he said, Oh no, I'm her brother. That's my <laughs> sister. <laughs> so let me, let me tell you this. So, so when I said goodbye to you, uh, my wife and kids are at the airport. It's about one in the morning, maybe one thirty, Right. And I'm not sure what we're going to do. And I haven't seen you since. So I want to tell you what happened. We went to, uh, before you do that, I also want to say, cause I do want Sonny yeah. uh, to hear, this story and yeah. uh, how much I adore her, but she also she's also like one of the most. I think this is a uh, one of the um, character traits of everybody in Bell's crew. She's one of the most kind, but also loyal people, and she would just do anything for anyone. Uh, but she's also the only person that just would do anything. I mean, she will say whatever. I feel like she would go up to the mayor of Colorado and be like, let me see that dick. (laughs) Whip out that dick. What's going on with that? And he would have to go, I don't, I don't think I, no, I'm not going to do that. 
What are you, gay? <laughs> no, I just... I don't just show people my... <laughs> so? <laughs> Jesus. God, I love that girl. All right, keep going. Okay, so I haven't talked to you since. I want to tell you this story. Because, you know, we have this... You know, one of the sort of... Uh, one of the important things in life is you never regret a swim or, a, or certainly jumping off a rope swing. And we ended up going to the Rocky Mountain Natural Forest. Uh, we stayed in Estes Park. Me and well, the kids. I regretted a swim once. And uh, a shark bit my dick off. And the Rocky Mountain Natural Forest was was really beautiful. Have you been there? Uh, no, I don't eat meat. So I don't okay. Know. All right. It's a... Uh... <laughs> It's so beautiful there. That's one of my favorite things to do is uh, when people ask me, do you do this or do you? And I just go, nah, I don't need me. Well, we, we, we'll we talk about this, but we did fly over America yesterday here at the mall. Yeah. And the lady at the thing, I said, do, do you fly? Have you fly? Do you fly over America? And she's like, I've never flown. And I was like, that's the equivalent of when you go to a restaurant sometimes and you'll say, hey, can you do what? What do you like here? And, and you know, you're at a barbecue restaurant and the waitress would be like, I don't eat meat. I think it's gross. It's and that e- happens. That does happen. I gotta say, it's, it's like these people are... It's even worse. It's even worse than that because it's... No, it would be like going to a restaurant and saying, what do you like here? What's your favorite dish? Oh, I don't eat. Right. Yeah. I, I don't eat at all. Yeah. I've never eaten. I just get uh, IV injections of nutrients. There's people that their jobs are to be cantankerous, to to just be, you know, to to sort of. Well, you were saying that she be chose she just, chose that job because just so she could never that. flown. Yeah, so these that are, she can go. I, well, I've never flown actually. There are commercials that will choose a job just based on you know an out. It, well, a, I know actually a bartender that goes, "Can I have a scotch and soda? Uh, is that is that a drink?" <laughs> It is a drink. <laughs> drink that people eat. That people drink. That people you know, use. Is that and is a scotch is, and soda a drink that people use to uh, get drunk? Is that what they? How's use? your martinis? I don't know. I've no, I don't drink. Like, do you think a bartender? But say I've that? never. No, it's got to be. I I've never had a drink. I I only make them for a living. But yeah. I would never partake. Yeah, I think drinking's gross. Like. So there are people that choose well, jobs said, so that they said, can do you that. You said, how long would it really take to fly over America? And that's when she said, I don't know. I've never flown. Yeah, she was ready. In fact, that's the highlight of her day, to say that. I've never flown. <laughs> you know, most people go, I've never been on an airplane. Yeah. You know, Which is sort of more of a, geez, that's something that seems like it would be fun and I'd like to do. But yeah. she kind of almost looked down at the idea of flight. Yeah. Like if she met the the Wrightville uh, brothers, the Wrightville brothers, she would go. The I right, love Wrightful. Wait, the the Wright Wrightville, brother. the Wrightville, the Wrightville brothers. <laughs> well, they're they are rightfully the ones that created <laughs> flight. The Flightville brothers. Why didn't they ever call them that? That should the Flightville brothers should have been there. Unbelievable. But she would meet the Wrightville brothers and go. <laughs> I love your popcorn. And they would go, sorry, that's, you're thinking of Orville Redenbacher. And uh, she would go, well, who are the two of you? We're the Wright brothers. We're the Wright brothers. She'd go, you invented flight? Yeah, we did, actually. Actually, under the... uh, 
the guidance of Octavia Chanute, for which Chanute, Kansas, is named for, uh, a place that I have a very strong tie to. My great-uncle was born and died there, and um, I've done many a show in Chanute, Kansas. But they would say, you know, yes, under his guidance, we invented flight. We're the reason that human beings can soar through the air like a bird. And she would go, oh, really? <laughs> well, I've never flown. So <laughs> they go, well, do you, do you plan on flying? She goes, I would never fly. But I actually applying right now to fly over America simulated flight <laughs> so I could, theme so I could, theme park ride uh, in the Mall of America. So I could rain on everyone's parade. There. So I could yeah. just rain on parades. Yeah, rain on parades. Have you ever rained? On parades, yeah. Listen, so I want to tell you this story because I've been dying to tell you this. So I get to the, we're in the Rocky National Park. It's the last day of our trip. And you know I like to float rivers where I lie on my There's stomach. There's one thing I could say about Sunny Evans. It's that she has piercing eyes. Piercing eyes, yes. Sharp she, eyes. Piercing blue, piercing green, doesn't matter. Piercing eyes. I've seen her pierce an eight-year-old girl's ears. With her with eyes. With her eyes, with yeah. Her eyes. Not a lot of people can do that. It's an eye piercing. Yeah, some people go, hey, Febreze those peepers. I say sharpen those peepers and keep on a piercing those peeps. Ha! What a great conversation. I'm so glad this isn't being recorded. So go ahead. I, I interrupted. You know, I like to, uh, I think it's, I, I like to float rivers where I lie on my stomach with goggles on and just float down the river on my stomach. Perhaps the Wright brothers might even sort and of say to this woman, you know, why work? At a flight simulation attraction, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you've never flown, don't you think you should maybe fly once? And she would say, if only you two were Orville Redenbacher. And they'd say, how could the two of us be one person? And she would go, ever heard of Siamese twins, motherfucker? And then slowly back out of the yurt I imagine all this conversation happening in a yurt which is a tent designated for yoga well I would never record any of this I just want you to know that uh, if it feels like I'm interrupting your story a lot this is my version of tweet a lies <laughs> this is the, the long form of long tweet form a lies, tweet lies right? um, so I don't know if Ooh, I should continue uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I might pull the plug out. I might. I might have to pull the plug on the story. Maybe. Maybe we'll. Should we? Do you want to know what happened in the in the river? It's pretty exciting. Yeah, I want to hear it. Well, so you guys remember when I fucked that dead dog? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get to that later. Go ahead. The river. You know how the levees. I always make speeches with my kids about how the levees. If you don't put your head in the water, you're not a levee. So we we go to every different water. You know any any type of lake or river, and we always have to jump in. And I thought I was kind of getting used to the Rocky Mountain National Forest, the, the water, and how cold it was there. 
And so I get into this river. Take me to the river. I get into the river. I got put my goggles on, and I was kind of surprised. I mean, it was What's really the one? cold. She took the Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. So do you play that? Die. No, I say cry. Oh, you say, me and my brother always joke that way. Me, this will be the day, day that, that I, I say cry. why. So neither of us have ever cried. And this will uh, be the day I eat pie. I don't eat this pie. This will be the day. Yeah. We don't. We serve a lot of dessert, but I don't the, eat pie. This will be the day that I fly. <laughs> So I get in the river, and there's this trail next to the river, and I decide to float it on my stomach. And it's extremely cold. It's all snow melt. Yeah, snow stomach melt. float? It's all snow melt. Yeah, stomach and my float? my kids are running alongside the river on the trail. You know what they trail. call that? A stomach yeah. float. Yeah. So my it's float. Yeah. It's to float. It's float. Okay. So I'm floating, and the kids are running <laughs> alongside me. It's floating. The kids are running alongside me on this trail and telling me when the rapids get too extreme to jump out, right? So I'm floating, and they're like, rock, there's a rock. And I'll sort of get up, because it's not that deep. It's about, I don't know, three feet deep in places. It's it's shallower. And what so gets you could stand up, you mean? So you can stand up and walk around the big rocks when the rapids get too extreme, right? So I've been floating. Were you on a tube or just a human? No, just, just me. Oh, it's, it's floating. Just floating it. It's and floating. it's so beautiful. You can see, like, rainbow trout swimming underneath me. It's really beautiful. And I'm, I'm amazed at how... I love like, a rainbow trout. You know, those yeah. always happen after a fish rain. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's when you get a rainbow trout. <laughs> so the, so it's, this has gone on now for about, I don't know, 15 minutes. And I'm really, like... You know what's at the end of the rainbow yeah. trout? I'm, I'm going to stop this story now. <laughs> Do you know what it is? What? It's a, a leprechaun. Oh, that's a leprechaun. Yeah, leprechaun. Leprechaun. And uh, if you follow the rainbow trout to the end, you'll meet a leprechaun. And uh, he will award you a, uh, <laughs> a cod of gold. Okay, that's a- <laughs> All right, sorry. I'm, I, I, you know what? This is unacceptable. This would be like somebody repeatedly uh, coming up with different songs uh, that replacing words with the word tweet. You're saying it's payback time. Is that what you're saying? It's payback time. Payback's a bitch. Pay- uh, so- payback's a bitch, but you should meet her mother. So, Refunds are right, a cunt. Right, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Come right. on. We don't need to use the C word or the R word. Not on this show. Wait. I just said this show. Yeah. No, these are just conversations that, yep. we, yeah, that we like to have. It's fun catching up with you, buddy. So I'm floating... And I'm kind of surprised. I'm I'm so I'm kind of surprised at how you were still floating. My body's kind of gotten used to the cold water. I'm like, this is great. It's amazing how you know I've toughened myself up all summer. It's amazing how the human body works. That that it could get used to this freezing water. Ears, yeah. Think about ears. It's amazing though that the body can compensate for the water, and I'm feeling well. And ears, I'm actually feeling. I mean, ears are just little holes, and then you can completely, well, hear things. I think they call it here because it happens. With your ears, happiers, hairs, here. 
All right, so that's the story. I mean, the I nose. Think, think about the done. nose. I'm, all, I'm done. I'm done. No, so you were still floating. All right, enough, enough, enough. I mean, you even you stop the Tweedalize thing. So go ahead. Okay. I mean, it's not that great an ending now that you interrupted 60 times. If I, I mean, it, it now I. 60 like, seems like an I exaggeration. Like, now 60. I feel like I have to. Actually, I don't. I think Tops. I go back and listen. Actually, I don't know how we'd listen. There's I'd no love. Way. There's no what, way to listen wait, to it. Yeah, there's no way what to listen. What do you mean, listen? Yeah, but if we go back and just kind of not retrace tra- our steps. You're not transcribing this. No, no, no. I don't okay. transcribe it. I just remember it all in my mind's eye. Well, if any of the, the mind's t- eye is really impressive. That's another one. The ears, yeah. the nose, and the, and the mind's mind has eye. An eye. Yeah. Yeah. In any event, uh, eventually I get out. Not in any event. Yeah. Not in the event of an emergency. Yeah. You wouldn't. There's, you wouldn't do this. You wouldn't tell the story in the event of an I've emergency. Been fly, I've been, I mean, imagine, imagine an emergency, the event of an emergency, which would be, for instance, a, a fire occurring. You wouldn't kind of continue the story. You would try and get your family to safety, I would hope. Yeah. Okay. So, what you meant to say, with, I mean, not in any event, more yeah. sort of in some events, right. in certain events, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So let's 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 do a different topic. No, I I got it. You <laughs> were floating. It was sort of shallow enough that you could get up if the rapids got serious. And were what's his name and when also floating? Were they no, floating? They, they wouldn't have been floating. It was too dangerous. There was too many rapids. They were sort of running alongside. Well, Chance is a cowardly, sad sack of right. you know. Human yeah, chance do- wanted to. They human, actually both human dog shit, which is when a human being eats dog shit and then shits that out. That's what your eldest son is. But when has the the metal, the bravery, the courage to have floated? Floated. They both down wanted out. to float with. Okay. Me. So you so you were coming upon. It's coming upon in the certain biggest events. rapids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The biggest rapids we had seen, and they mm-hmm. were like, "You got to get out!" and uh, there's no way to walk around those rapids. And I got out. You know what a slow-mo-sexual is? I've been floating for a A slow-mo-sexual? No. That's a homosexual who has sex very slowly. Yeah. A slow-mo-sexual. <laughs> a slow-mo-sexual. Yeah. All right. Good. So I had been floating for about, I don't know, 20 minutes. Maybe almost mm-hmm. a mile. Maybe. I'm not sure. And I got out, and I was very... I was I was feeling great. I was really happy, and uh, <laughs> and I immediately uh, became clear I had hypothermia, some level of it. I I <laughs> my body had just gotten used to that water, and you think that your body's gotten used to the cold water, but it really hasn't. It's just slowing everything down. Slow mo. And sexually. Yeah. If if that's yeah if that's what you prefer and, See, if uh, if Sunny if Sunny was if here Sunny she'd was say there, what are you you're a slow mo what are you fucking slow mo sexual <laughs> <laughs> all right sorry continue but it's interesting I had never had any like levels of hypothermia now, I'm not saying I had it full scale but I definitely had enough that my body had gotten used to that water I felt like I could stay in forever and it wasn't unpleasant at all in fact it made it was it was kind of nice. And I'm wondering if maybe that's the – people say that's not the worst way to die. You, your body kind of gets very calm. And I'm not saying I was about to die, but I definitely had some level of hypothermia because I, I couldn't – I could barely walk. I was really like 
lightheaded. I was shivering to a point where we had to go straight to a, uh, we went straight to a hotel and I sat in a hot tub and drank like hot, hot water for, for like half an hour. And you drank hot water. Yeah. Settled it down. You sat in hot tub drinking, just not even hot tea, hot water. There was hot water to be where you could make coffee or tea at this hotel. You just drank drank hot, hot hot water. water. Okay. Yeah. I have never met anybody who has drank hot water. I drank hot water. Okay. Fair enough. I didn't even bother with the tea or the the coffee, but it was interesting how you can. So that was almost a story where the, the, the swimming, you regret a good swim because you know we say we never regret a good swim, but I actually uh, don't regret having done it because it still was a good experience. It was still quite beautiful. But if I had gone much further, maybe I would have regretted it. That is unequivocally <laughs> the worst story I've ever the heard in my story. life, yeah. and I just feel like it would have been better if you had started. And gone all the way through. Well, it wasn't. Yeah, that would have to helped. the end. I it wasn't going to be that like big a story. It wasn't meant to be sort of spaced out over a twenty. You know what period. it did seem like? I mean, like it, at it, one it, point, but it, it needed a better ending. But it was just going to be a quick sort of. It was just going to be. It did seem it was just like going to be a quick. Story do you ever do this about, about swimming? It wasn't going to be this long, drawn out story. And now that it got drawn out so long with the sixty interruptions, it. It, it it couldn't hold its weight in water. I, in I, water, it couldn't hold its weight. I, <laughs> it wasn't meant to be interrupted I, that much. I uh, I would love for any of the 12 and a half to count exactly how many interruptions there were. <laughs> but I did see you at the end of the story consider lying, which I think all of us do. If you do kind of what you set up as a big story. Yeah. At I the didn't end, set it up as a big it story. Doesn't, it was never meant to be a big no, story. No, I distinctly remember... Okay, and we don't like one. Look, we don't. We don't have a recording of this conversation, so we can never go back. But I distinctly remember saying, "Saying, is this a big story?" And you saying, "Oh, this is a whopper." That's what you said. (laughs) I wish we had a recording. It it ended up. It ended up not being a whopper. It wasn't a whopper. I didn't ever think it was a whopper. (laughs) A whopper. Why don't we use that more? But do you ever get to the end of a story and you really build it as a whopper and it's not. And so at the end, you kind of consider lying and, you know, I did. I was considering it, you know, I'd you, say you the consider last, it at the end. You go, I was drinking hot water out of the last and, uh, seven interruptions. And then remember that dead dog I fucked. <laughs> um, I got to tell you. Uh, yeah. Unequivocally, the worst story I've ever heard. It was definitely not meant to be interrupted sixty times. It was, it you know, was it's a story that needed to be a one and a half minute you know it's story. A, you know, it's a good technique yeah. for that. Yeah. If you're having a conversation that isn't recorded and you're interrupted sixteen to twenty five times, yes. Yeah. And I use this technique a lot. I sort of bill a story as a whopper, mm-hmm. and it doesn't quite. It's not climactic enough. Uh, I'll say, and this isn't an original, I'll say, uh, <laughs> uh, good story. I'll tell it again later. That's a killer tag. I almost, I, you know what? Great story. I'll tell you again later. I almost bailed on the story many times. Several times. But then... I was curious how many times you'd interrupt me. And I think, a- I, I think you know, I'm joking about unequivocally the worst story. I, I think we got to the the fact that you've 
drank hot water in a hot tub. Yeah. And that was worth... That was worth its that was weight. Worth, worth its weight in water. In water, yeah. <laughs> Let's take a quick break so I can tell you about our sponsor, Mac Weldon. Um, my wife and I just celebrated our 14th wedding anniversary, and I told her to wear the most comfortable thing she owns. I mean, why be uncomfortable on a date? I've never understand why people would would want to be uncomfortable in their own clothing. She wore pajamas, and I wore my Mack Weldon sweats. I'm serious. It's the most comfortable thing I own, and it's much fancier than pajamas. It feels like pajamas and looks like, well, it looks like I care about how I look, which I don't, but it looks like I do, and what's the harm in that? Mack Weldon is a premium men's essential brand that believes in smart design, premium fabrics. Mack Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. And I've met some of you, and I think you wear wonderful ensembles. But Mack Weldon is awesome. I think you'd love it. Not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well, too. It's good for working out, going to work, going out on the town, everyday life. Mack Weldon will be the most comfortable socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants you'll ever wear. They want you to be comfortable. If you don't like your first pair, you can keep it, and they will still refund you. No questions asked. What do you have to lose? So for 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com and enter promo code CASHINGIN. That's 20% off your first order. Visit MacWeldon.com and enter promo code CASHINGIN. MacWeldon, custom fit. That's not their slogan. But I just finally had a legitimate use for that phrase, custom fit. We're, we're sitting in a, a, a hotel room in Minnesota. And you asked if, you, if I always put my do not disturb sign. Yeah, as far as because I've heard conflicting things about this. There's a, a myth in Hollywood. But yeah, go ahead. I always put up the do not disturb sign the minute I get to the hotel. And then I never let anybody in. Because the pillow configuration of your bed, if you find a pillow that's right, when they come and they clean your room, they'll switch the order of the pillows and you can't find that pillow again. You need the pillow. I need four pillows surround. I need the whole configuration to be correct. Also, the sheets and so the blankets. So this is really a, a pillow-centric situation. Yes, it is. And the sheets and the blankets need to be... That's a cash the, the The sheets and the blankets also need to be... Uh, Set up a certain way, and then they redo the bed, and you have to start from scratch. Well, I mean, look, I, I'm looking at your bed r- right now, and it's uh, it's rumpled, it's right. ruffled, yes, but it's pillow centric. It is, and it's charmingly ruffled. So Ethan Suplee, who I did uh, the film Unstoppable with, he one time, you know, when we were shooting the film, he one time came up to me and said, "Do you put your do not disturb sign up?" And I said, no. I mean, you know, then I don't have to clean the the room and they'd come in and do that. And I said, why? And he said, oh, I keep mine on all the time. And I said, really? He said, oh, yeah, no, I don't want anybody in my room. And I said, what are you, why, what are you doing? Leaving a bunch of cash out on the table or something? And he goes, nah, I just, I don't want them coming in there. And I thought that was the strangest thing. And uh, now I'd say I'm about 60-40, do not disturb. 
Well, yeah, because you also have some stuff that you know, like if you were, I mean, I don't ever make any tapes or anything of the you know of our rec- you know of our conversations, but if you happen to have something goodness. valuable uh, in your room, they can come in and grab that. These too. liars in Washington D.C. told me that you were. Anyway, final, you know, I'd, I'd love to talk about um, a mother and a daughter came up to me while I was working in, um, I mean, I was having cheese curds and mm-hmm. drinking scotch, but I had a computer, so I was working yeah. and uh, <clears throat> this mother and daughter came up to me and they said, um, hey, we saw your show last night. I was like, oh, that's that's great. Which one? Oh, the early one. We saw the early one. So, well, what did you think of it? Oh, it's great. We thought it was great. We had so much fun. And the daughter says, "I, I, I was the one that you, uh, you were touching your shoulder." And I love that. I love that in shows because we do so many shows. I don't. Rem- I didn't remember touching her shoulder. Yeah. But that's how unique the experience of the show is in the sense that she'll always be like, yeah, and then in the beginning of the show, he was touching my shoulder. And I just love that. So I said, oh, that's great. Well, it's nice to see you again. I touch your shoulder. She laughed. Same shoulder? Or did you go the other way? Completely different shoulder. She actually... Shake it up a bit? I didn't even touch either of her shoulders. She had brought a separate shoulder, Mm. and that's the one I touched. Was it a bronzed shoulder or... I was... Hey, look... It was a shoulder shoulder. Was it touched by the sun first before you, or was it untouched by the sun? I mean, when the sun comes out tomorrow during a fish rain, there'll be a rainbow <laughs> trout. Uh, and so she said, you know, she says, yeah, I was the one. I said, all right. And I touched your shoulder and I said, you know, um, it's good to see you again. And I said, so what are you guys doing here? Are you, are you staying here? And the mother said, yeah, no, we're staying here. And I said, no. Well, what are you here for? Thinking that it would be a, you know, uh, I don't know, business convention that mm-hmm. she was at and right. brought her daughter because, you know, it's the Mall of America and so might as well. And I said, so what are you staying here for? And they go, oh, I mean, to shop. And that fucking blew me. I couldn't wrap my mind around that i think i said well it's great talking to you good story tell it again later and uh no i said oh that's great well you guys have a good afternoon enjoy your shopping and she said oh you know we might come see you again tonight which would be that's really fun uh but i mean think about that cash they came here and stayed in a radisson to shop so this is a destination where they came to shop. And I don't know if any of the 12 and a half have been to the Mall of America, but it has the exact same shops as every mall in America. Right? It should it's be all the same as every mall in America. Bigger. Yeah. Bigger. Except it's, bigger. I mean, you really got to think about it. They didn't say to ride rides or to see the mall, just to shop. It's a Lids and an Orange Julius and it's an Auntie that, Annie's. I, I need, I've been wearing the same shop. And a Gap and a Zales. And a, it's all the same shop. So I, the idea that you would travel to a destination, stay overnight, 
to shop at the same stores you do everywhere is the most capitalistic thing I've ever heard in my life. And I got to be honest with you, I love it. I loved it. I love when they said that. I love that they did that. I've been wearing the same thing on stage for about two to three years now because I hate shopping so much that I don't want to buy anything else because it's that big of a pain in the butt to find stuff. So the idea and that... W- and April was like, you're living in a mall this week. Go get a shirt, for God's sake, because my shirt's starting to have holes in it and that kind of thing. And that I'm like, kind and of I'm like, thing. I don't, I don't want to... I can't justify spending half an hour shopping. I don't. I dislike it that much. It's an unpleasant experience. It's like a... It's like a... Um, A scavenger hunt, okay. right? Where you'll never find any of the items on the list. It's true. I just don't like shopping. All right. How about this? Yeah. You want to do an experiment with me? Okay. Because I do this sometimes. Let's go into the mall okay. after this unrecorded conversation. Right. And this freestyle. Banana. Banana talk. Banana preceded. <laughs> banana talk. A banana talk is when there's uh, an unidentified object with a cord coming out of it. Yeah. With a banana peel over yeah. it. Um. Let's. I'll even say this. I'll. I dare you. Just like this terrible, terrible. I mean, I think it's such a funny sketch. But so I had this idea that these guys in New York City were sitting on a stoop. And, you know, they're just shooting the breeze. Hey, you know, did you hear Lawrence are dating uh, Steve? Really? Steve? I thought they were just friends. No, I mean, now it's t- been taking the next level. He's still working at that liquor store. Yeah, yeah. He, but he got a second job. He's also working at a, at a bodega. And then the third guy goes, hey, you guys remember when I fucked that dead dog? And both of them were like, whoa, whoa, hey, man, we don't, let's not talk about that. And he's like, hey, man, it, I mean, I fucked a dead dog, you know? And they're like, you know, let's just, we, we don't need to talk about that. Let's just move on, you know? Steve got this job at the bodega, so I've been getting free sandwiches. And he's like, you know, it haunts my dreams. It haunts my dreams that I fucked that dead dog. And they're like, ah, man, why, why are you bringing this up? And he's like, well, you dared me to, you dared me to fuck that dead dog. He goes, look, I didn't think you were going to do it. All right. I mean, it was a joke. It was a joke. And the other guy's like, yeah, it was a joke. He said, oh, I dare you to fuck that dead dog over there. And then we watched in horror, in absolute terror. As you fucked a dead dog. And he's like, yeah, yeah, well. <clears throat> you know, I never I never backed down from a dare. Right? You never back down from a dare. And both the other guys are like, no, yes, you do. <laughs> you do when it's, I dare you to fuck a dead dog. You don't go and fuck, you shouldn't fuck any dog at all. And the guy goes, I mean, would it have been better if it was a, a living dog? No, of course not. You just don't fuck dogs dead, alive, on their deathbed, doggy bed. You just don't fuck them, okay? 
So don't ever do it again and don't ever bring it up again. And the guy's like, okay. All right. Okay. You know, you're right. You're, you guys, <coughs> you're right. I'm sorry. I, <clears throat> I don't need to bring it up. And they go, okay. Now, can we just finish our story about stomach floating through the rapids leading to hypothermia and drinking hot water in a jacuzzi? And he goes, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, as long as in the story nobody fucks a dead dog. God, no! (laughs) So that was the sketch, and it just didn't work. I don't know if it was the director or the acting or what, but even as I say it, I'm like, God, that is such a twisted, hilarious idea. And it was just, I like the idea of this. It was it a fucking to, swing and a miss. Is you know? it better to have sex with a dog if it's living or dead? I think that's a funny uh, concept. And I, but I like, love the worse? other people going, no, no dogs. <laughs> no dogs at all. Living, dead, dying on a doggy bed. No dogs. And uh, anyway, it never fucking worked. And Listen, there are things like that in my life. I'm sure you have had jokes that you're like, this is so funny. And then it just... It, you have one great joke that I love yeah. that you're always like it never works Yeah, one is a version of your some people like to have sex because it looks funny Yeah, I like it because it feels good no it's that the opposite works. no 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 that works you've done that Yeah, and then other times you say a lot of people have, like to have sex because it uh, feels good I like it because it looks funny and uh, no one laughs You're ever. Right, right. And right. you uh, you laughed yourself <laughs> and think, why did I do this again? And then the other one that you do and then sometimes save with uh, the chicken facials joke, which is fucking hilarious, is, um, and actually it worked last night. It really did. Is the... Uh, you can tell how old somebody is by how many band-aids they have on their forehead. Yeah. Or is it just their head? On their forehead. Yeah. On their forehead. And uh, you've always said that never works, but I just think it's so funny. And good last cra- night it worked. Cra- yeah, the crowd is pretty – they have to be on board. I just love there's, – There's the, jokes you tell where they are. They have to be on board. I love the idea. Tell me if I'm butchering it, of course. Yeah. But I love the idea when you're like – you know, you see an elderly person with two band-aids on their forehead – Sometimes that's just they locked heads with another elderly person and just the Band-Aid just went over to theirs. They have now two. They switch foreheads. I think it's because last night you kept going, just, just, you know, it's just it it transferred forehead to forehead, you know, and then. It's pretty much my favorite stage noise right now. In fact, I think if things go any further, I'm just going to go up on stage and just go. And just do that for 45 minutes. Cause they, that's, they call you the metronome comic. Listen, we have an appointment downstairs uh, with the flyover. So we're going to – let's let's continue this conversation because I behoove you to find these hidden tapes somewhere. That is completely the wrong use of behoove. I behoove you to find these. I dare you. It I would, dare you. What? I double dog, dead dog, have sex with dog dare you to find these hidden tapes. It would behoove. There are no tapes. What tapes? It would behoove me. I am not a crook. It would behoove me. I am not a crook. It would behoove me to take a look around the room.